coaches, the conference we don't deserve has been assembled. This June, the Spring Tumbling Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, hosted by some of the most knowledgeable and respected coaches in the industry. Spring has partnered with Shea Crawford of Brandon All-Stars, Romel Usuna of World Cup, Casey Ballou of East Celebrity Elite, and Corey Rickett of the Cheer Sports Sharks to bring you a live, hands-on, and interactive tumbling conference in an actual training environment. It honestly doesn't get any better than that. I'm excited to go, and I hope to see you there. To sign up or to get more information, you can go to springvirtualtraining.com, or you can click on the link in the description. This is Charisma Jones from the South Bay Divas, and you are listening to the Let's Talk Cheer podcast. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like we know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 58. Not sure if there's going to be a 59, but thank you for joining. We have a great episode for you guys today. We have on Charisma Jones, owner of the South Bay Divas as we continue to make our way around California. Now, Charisma is what I call a competitor, like a true competitor. When I see Charisma at events, her game face is on. She's not playing. She is playing for keep. So we have a great conversation that I'm excited for you guys to hear. If you know anything about Charisma, you know that she keeps it real. But before we get into that, do me a favor and share this podcast with someone who loves cheer as much as you do. Maybe you have a friend who's a huge fan of the South Bay Divas. Share it with them. That would mean a lot. Also, there's a couple of ways that you can support the channel. In the show notes, there's a couple of links. The first link is to the survey. The survey is super simple. I would appreciate it if you guys all listening would fill that out. All it asks, things that you like about the show, things you don't like about the show. That way I can tailor a show that you guys truly enjoy. Next, you can actually make a financial donation to the show to support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. That would mean a lot. Donations help us produce a better quality show for your listening pleasure and anything helps. And for those of you guys who do not know me, my name is Jason Larkins, and I'm the cheer director at American Cheer in Bakersfield, California, AKSC.com. And I'm here to share with you my life running a program, managing a staff, coaching the athletes, and working with parents. So I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Lastly, on the episodes that don't feature an interview, we have the question of the week. So if you have a question that you want answered on the show, you can DM me on Instagram at Jason Larkins. I love getting and I love answering all of your questions. But without further ado, let's get to what you came here for, my conversation with Charisma Jones. Like I said in the intro, we have the one and the only, the queen bee herself, Charisma Jones. Charisma, thanks for coming on. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I I am so excited for this episode. Oh, you have no idea. Charisma, I already know you are going to give us some gems because we you invited us, thank you very much, to your 10-year, you know, SBD 
um, like anniversary, right? Your 10 years of, you know, celebrating, yeah. and you know, owning the gym. And, you know, you would have that microphone. You were walking around like Beyonce all night. Just and you were just giving us <laughs> gems all night. So I was like, we got to have her on the show because she's going to drop some uh, some truth for us today. So I can't you're going to keep it real. I already know. So I I'm always like, do. Excited. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so I'm super excited to have you on. Uh, we're going to make this happen. So excited to be let, here. <laughs> let's hop straight into this. Um, tell me about your start in the game. So how did you start? How did you get into cheer? How did you get into coaching? And then how did the um, SBD start? So I was, well, in high school, I didn't, I never did all-star cheer myself. I did like rec programs. It really started heavily in high school. And um, straight out of high school, I started working for a competition circuit and I would teach camps and stuff just with different independent competition circuits. And I had noticed that every city was represented, but mine and where I come from, San Pedro, um, they're huge on city representation. So I thought, I'm going to start a cheer team. Yeah. And long story short, since then, it has evolved. Here we are uh, many, many years later. And from one day to the next, we decided we wanted to do more than rec. Started to do like an all-star prep program. Again, evolved into all-star. Here we are. There we go. Okay, yeah. so tell me... Tell me about this, because I think this is a, a really cool, interesting story. You started off, obviously everyone starts off, you know, D2, right? We all start with small numbers and then you you grow your way. But you decided to go D1 before you had D1 numbers, correct? Is that true? Correct. All right. So tell me about that. Tell me the thought process behind that and, you know, the whole the whole thing. So that actually was 2018, 2019 season, I believe. Um we did it for two reasons, mainly because we were D2 for quite a while and we were doing well. We wanted more of a challenge at that point. So we're like, hey, we can keep up with the big dogs because, you know, that's how you refer to them when you're D2. We're like, let's try it. And um, with the guidance of my good friend, Chris, he was like, you guys could totally do it. You could totally hang. I think it'll take the business to the next level and maybe some growth, you know, beyond that. Yeah. And that's that's kind of why we did it. And we did. And it was probably the best decision we've ever made. There we go. So how many kids did you guys have when you decided when you competed D1 the first year? How many kids did you guys have? We had about 75. Shut up. Yeah, Dude, that's not yeah. like, you know, I'm like, maybe she's gonna say, you know, 100, 120, like she's right at the no. border. Dude, 75. Dude, 75. So, so what do you want to say to all those other D2 programs out there? I mean, anything is possible, really. We were always the most devoted coaches with the most devoted parents and athletes, and we always stayed true to ourselves. So if you want it, simply just go out and get it. There you go. Dude, shut up. 75 kids. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. not, but hey. In a gym it. with six panels, mind yeah. you. Panels that we taped opposites because it would make it seven. <laughs> <laughs> so like your last pass you couldn't really throw it but you know we just all had this trust in each other yeah <laughs> i've never like, i know she's got it handspring, <laughs> but we, we've got it and yeah we um we ended up since we went d1 um even after taking over upland four years ago they were celebrating five years this year every team has gotten a summit bid and even that first year, I can't tell you exactly what we placed because I have the worst memory ever. 
Yeah. But um, it, it's it's been great. It's been great. It's the progression, you know, our dedication, because we dedicate a lot of our time, just like all every other cheer coach and owner. Um, it's very time consuming, and we pour our hearts into this sport, and it has been thus far very rewarding in many yeah. ways. So tell me about, and this is, we'll talk about with the, the beginning. You took over, was it Diamond All-Stars? Yes. Okay, so real quick. So Diamond All-Stars, I worked with, I can't remember, but I worked with them one year and they wanted me to come out and do a cleanup camp and we are cleaning up the routine maybe before they went off to like Summit or something like that. And so we're cleaning the routine and she's like, yeah, South Bay Divas is like, right down the street they're like across the street from us and she's like yeah that's actually my sister-in-law that was your (laughs) sister-in-law yeah (laughs) so you took over your sister-in-law's gym you're like yo this is mine now so tell me that whole story (laughs) that's why you know the first the first question you asked me i said long story short right (laughs) i don't want to get into that (laughs) originally when i started i i again my idea was i want to start a cheer team i said hey mom i have this idea she goes, well, get with Rosie. She has like a little, she had something going on and you guys could just kind of join forces, go from there. It didn't work out. Sometimes things don't work out. And at the time it was her, my sister-in-law and I trying to make this cheer team come to life in San Pedro. We even looked into running a gym and, you know, the whole nine. Anyways, it didn't work out. They ended up doing their thing. I ended up doing my thing because I had a vision. Um, I've always been a huge, huge Dodgers fan. I always knew if I started a cheer team, I wanted to be blue and white. And I wanted to look like you're wearing a Dodgers jersey. I explained this at my tenure. So if you go back and look at our first couple sets of uniforms, before the logo evolved, um, the logo from afar looks like it says Dodgers with the tail at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, so these are all things you come up with when you're super young. Okay. Mind you guys, I'm 20, like... Two twenty-three, you know, <laughs> I should be going awesome. out with my friends, but I was trying to start up some cheer. <laughs> so, um, I would say that I took over Diamond All Stars the same year that I took over United Elite in Upland, mm-hmm. which is now SBD Upland, which was the season of twenty eighteen into twenty nineteen. I'm pretty sure, yeah, um, and. United Elite came about first. I had spoken to the owner, Renee, for quite some time, and um, she just wanted to move on. And we took them over. I I love that gym. And shortly after, we had tryouts, and there was quite – this is that growth I was talking about. We had a lot of unfamiliar faces. I'm like, oh, we're growing. And, but I'm also like, I recognize a lot of these faces. You know, a friend brings a friend. So I mm-hmm. think it got to the point where – my sister-in-law, I remember she called me one day. She's like, I need to speak to you. And I'm like, yes, I already kind of had an idea. She's like, we're going to close our doors. Here's an opportunity. And I was like, well, let's do it and do it with me. So she coached yeah. with us for a few seasons. She's a full-time teacher. So she, um, she uh, you know, was doing school. She's still in school, actually. She's kind of been on and off, but she recently just joined our staff again. So, yeah. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, we, we, we've kept it in the family. And I think... Um, where at times it was like a little bit of a rivalry. Mm-hmm. I think our relationship grew and we've learned a lot about each other. 
um, you know, just over time because at times it wasn't pretty. Let's be really real. <laughs> no, for real. No, I, I feel you. I, I could see how that could be uh, tumultuous, right? So you you mentioned this a couple of times, and I wanted to ask you about this. I, and I kind of mentioned this to you in person at the uh, at your tenure, but you mentioned about San Pedro, like really want to represent, you know, your city. Talked about how you wanted it to look like the Dodgers. I know. I, you know, I've seen on your Instagram, like, you know, the only, you know, D1 program representing LA, you know, going to the summit and, you know, you guys had those Kobe Bryant inspired jerseys. So tell me like, you know, for real, like how much does it mean? How much does it mean to you to really represent your city? And then more importantly, the real question, like to, to have a gym full of athletes who look like you, like, what does that mean to you as like a business owner and like to give them that source of inspiration? I mean, it means everything to me. It's true. It's really my motivation, you know, because as as someone who started off really young, and I like to think I'm still very young, it's never been easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what I pride myself in every time I stand up in front of, you know, all my athletes, girls and boys that are young, that anything is possible. And even on your hardest day, when you can't push, you push even harder, you know, yeah. so. It means everything to me. And sometimes I have to take a step back and, you know, practice what I preach because I have, you know, plenty of bad days where I just want to kind of throw in the towel. But I don't. I don't. I'm literally like a one man show with a great, great team. And, you know, without my team, I don't know what I would do because it, it's, it's tough. It's tough. You know, yeah. we do the same job. <laughs> it's tough. Every day. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> All right, here we go. Let's move on. Let's let's skip forward a little bit and go to your first summit win. So what year did you guys first win the summit? 2016. 2016. So tell me about like just that first <clears throat> win in general, maybe a story from that season or maybe a story that happened while at the summit or just like the feelings and emotions of like getting that first summit, you know, bid or not bid. Well, this first is an amazing story. So oh, I'm ready. 2016 was the first and only year, I believe, that they had the D2 Summit in Tampa. Mm -hmm. And we had two teams that we really wanted to take to the D2, and only one of the teams got a bit. It was our youth one. Our senior two, we even drove them out in two vans to this, like, small Vegas event to get a wild card, Mm -hmm. and we just didn't get it fell short. So we went with our youth one. And it was, it was really like the talk of ASGA and all the Facebook forums at the time, because there was like 70 plus teams in the division. We're like, we're just going for the experience. This is going to be fun, you know? (laughs) So we went and, um, mind Oh God, I love that competition. The one in Tampa. I loved it. We went and, and we competed and it was, it was, it was great we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into but we just kind of went with it you know we were ready we were ready to compete we get there you know we do our we do our day one performance and out of like 70 teams there was let's say like 15 advancing they call I remember and I had videos this was one of the greatest moments you know in 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 my career so far because it was just so unexpected. It's one of those moments that you hope to feel again, but there's nothing like your first, you know? Yeah. 
So they're calling us and they get down to the last team. And I remember bending down <laughs> to tie my shoe and I'm like, oh my God, I got to think of what I'm going to say to everyone right now. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to hide my face. And lo and behold, they call our name. And we have no idea at this point that we're in first, you know? Yeah. We're just glad we were called. So we start celebrating like we just won the Super Bowl. And we walk from there, you know, we all calm down because I'm telling you, we were going crazy because it was just such a small group of us. There was, I would say, about 15 or 16 girls on the team. Um, and each of them brought like a parent or two, mainly just mm -hmm. one, you know, because traveling like that wasn't a thing back then because we were just yeah. starting up. So back in the day, you didn't bring your whole family, your siblings and all that. Um, so it was just a small group and we did everything together. We hung out together. We did meals together. We went to our pool at our hotel together. So we all kind of bonded. So it was, it was a great feeling because of that. Cause we had been together for a few days. We felt bonded. We wanted it. We wanted to do well, you know, we, yeah. we wanted to make it today too. to finals. For sure. Any, yeah. So anywho, we walked to find out standings and walking through the crowd. This is a ton of people. I remember losing my coaches. And I remember losing them, trying to find my way and seeing them at a distance, jumping up and down. I'm like, no way. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. So I run over, you know, my short little self. I got to get through the crowd. I think I was going under people's legs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I get there and they're like, we're in first place. It was amazing. I'm like, oh my yeah. goodness. We, we were over the moon. And, and, you know, that feeling that we felt when they called our name last, I didn't think it could be topped, but it was topped. And then the next day, it, it really, 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 really did it. So next day, we did, they did their performance in finals. It was probably their best performance of the season. And they were crowned the champions of the largest division in, you know, at the Tampa or the D2 Summit and probably Summit because I don't think they make them that large anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Of 70 teams. So it was huge. It was huge. It was amazing. Even when we got back to town, um, you know, everybody caught wind of it because it was such a big deal. And um, we got the cover. There's like San Pedro Today magazine. We were the cover of the San Pedro magazine. It was just amazing. It was amazing. It was a time that I'll never, ever forget. For sure. That's yeah. Why, you know, got to ask about the first one because I know the first one is always, like you said, like, super special because you try you you bite and scratch and claw your way to try to get that first one not knowing if it's ever going to happen and then you get the first one and you're just like dude we i can retire right now like i'm done Listen, coaching forever we we set our standards real high at spd because not only was it our first one but it was our first attempt yeah <laughs> so, right i'm like where do we go from here for sure <laughs> okay so tell me let, let's stick there. So do you feel, I talked about this on a couple of podcasts ago about like kind of the pressure to always win everything. Um, like, you know, it's a kind of ex expectation from parents and athletes, or I feel it's an expectation from parents and athletes and just everyone around us because we, because we have established such competitive teams and be able to win, you know, NCAA and summit like that, that I feel the pressure to win everything always. So do you feel that pressure and how do you deal with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I would say the last two seasons or 
just this last season that just wrapped up was probably the hardest. Um, As you know, there are more, there's more competition than there has ever been. So do you feel the pressure, but I also um, really know that our, our family vibe and, and the families that have been with us for quite some time understand that it doesn't always happen their way. You know, cheerleading, I always tell everybody it's, Cheerleading is, you know, one year you win them all, one year you win nothing. <laughs> but we, that's why we keep coming back because we do get that opportunity to, you know, try again. And it's all about the journey, just reminding everybody of the journey. And again, like I said earlier, this is something, you know, I have to practice what I preach. But, you know, I, I did have time. I, I take my time to reflect and look around and really think of the bigger picture and, you know, there's always just so much more, so much more to be proud of because wins are cool, but everything else in between the lessons, you know, the loyalty, the memories is so much cooler. Spoken mm-hmm. like a champion. Let's go. All right. So we talked about the wins, you know, how great they are. How, how many summit titles do you guys have right now? Remember I told you I have a bad memory. Just count. Uh, one, two, I would say like four. There we go. Four. Three or four. And you got about like three or four, four NCA titles, something like that, right? Yeah. So tell me about, we talked about the good. Let's talk about the ugly. I lied. It's ugly. more than four. It's like five. It's, it's more I than forgot, four. It's five. I forgot, or, or I forgot I have a second location. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, part of this job, like, you lose your mind. Well, I do. I mean, yeah. I'm sure we all do, but I'm an, an owner that coaches. I do it all. So I feel you. I'm, my brain is fried. Yeah, especially fried. after we get back from the summit. It's like, I'm not even trying to think about anything. I'm just trying to sit down and relax. Like, I'm not thinking about this. Right. Uh, as we're like sitting to there putting together the handbook. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, yeah. It, For sure. But I yeah. apologize to all of our American cheer families because I've taken the last two weeks off from answering emails. I've just been like, yeah, I'm just, I just, and it's really hard to set up my, um, my out of office reply. Anyway, not, that's not what we're talking about right now. I'm talking about <laughs> take me through your toughest loss. Like what's been the hardest loss for you? Oh, that was recently. Mm. That was recently. That was, um, the queen bees at the summit just two weeks ago, we were heartbroken. We were heartbroken. You know, you go to a competition and they say, you need to add a little more difficulty here, clean this up. You know, you, you take back from every competition in hopes to really prepare and be ready for the big one. You know, Mm -hmm. both days, especially in finals, they performed their butts off like the routine of a lifetime. And we were sure everybody was sure even coaches yeah. and you know owners were were approaching us you know like it's yours congratulations yeah and um and 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 it wasn't it wasn't we came up short by point four, and uh that's kind of how i've felt all season long you know because yeah one event tells you to fix this the other one tells you to do this the other one tells you to do that and you do it and it's never enough <laughs> to go along so like 
uh, yeah, it's been a little tough. You know, honestly, that one was tough, I think, because it was more recent. But NCA was like a slap in the face. We got fifth. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, And this yeah. year was a tough division. Uh, medium Senior 3 was a tough division this year. It really was. It like, was. I was looking over there. You know, we're in co-ed. So I was looking over at All Girl, and I was like, man, it's a tough division. It, you know, yeah. you guys, Lime, we work with Dakota Spirit. So, you know, we're really close with um, Eclipse. And they were great. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Scarlet, SE Cheer. So it was a really, it was a really stacked division this year. Like, mm-hmm. it really was. And, you know, some in the divisions always go up and down. Some years you feel like they're really tough, and other years, you know, some teams go small or medium, or, you know, go small right. or co ed or whatever, or they're junior that year. But, you know, it's just one of those years where medium all girl, like, really had a lot of talent this year. Yes, it really did. It really did, which, you know, made it all more, made it more exciting and, you know, which really had us in the gym, you know, pushing longer hours, more days to really prepare. But, you know, ultimately the girls, my girls, they get it, you know, Mm -hmm. they're ready to come back next season and try again. Yeah. So understandably, the girls are devastated. We've all been there having to stand in front of like a devastated team who's just, you know, they're just devastated. So what do you say to them? you know, in that moment after, you know, especially after you, it's one thing when they, they don't hit and they all kind of know like, oh, we're, we're not going to win it. You know, they know at the, as, as they walk off the floor, but it, it, what really sucks. And I, and I, you know, we all know this personally, when you nail a routine, you think you got it. And then they call you not in first <clears throat> place. So what do you tell the girls, you know, in a situation like that? Well, in some instances, like uh, for example, this, two weeks ago at the summit, I, I just prepped them, you know, and I told them to, to thrive off the feeling that they felt after their performance. Cause we all were in tears. Everybody was on their feet. And, and I told them, no, I don't, I didn't want any result to take away from that feeling. So, yep. you know, even after they announced awards, I bring them in one last time because that was it. Our final performance of the season. And, um, I'm, I could be emotional, but not too, too much. I'm the type when I cry, they all cry, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I cry, it's, it's, it's a little serious, you know, it's, I'm really in my feelings. I'm, I'm really trying to get something out. And I just kind of sit in front of them and I looked, I remember looking around and, and I just told them I love them, gave them all hugs. We all took pictures, you know, we celebrated our third place and we all said, Vowed that we would come back and do it again. Yeah. Try again. There you, you go. Know, just kept it short and sweet. There's really not much to say after a certain point. You know what I mean? Yeah, for not sure. Not much to say or do. So you just got to love them after a certain point. And that's what I did. That's what we did to each other. You know? There you go. Good stuff. Yeah. So with the success that you guys have had, I'm sure you get asked this all the time. So I'm going to ask it right now. Tons of success. You guys have great. You're, you know, one of the programs that everyone knows for their lower levels, but why no Worlds team? Um, we have progressed as a gym, and though we do have some kids that twist, we don't have enough. We haven't had enough for a team, you know? Yeah. So with the change, we are definitely looking into, you know, how they went from, or two years ago, like level five used to be a Worlds. Anywho, mm-hmm. we are working for level five next season. But we just like to make sure when we do something, we do it right. 
I wouldn't yeah. try to push a world's team with, you know, just a handful of fools or doubles. Yeah. Someone gets hurt and then we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Just to say so, you have a world's team. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So, you know, good things take time when we do, when we do, you know, enter that, that realm, which we will soon, yeah. eventually we'll be ready. We'll be like, ready, ready. There you go. The world, the world yeah. won't be ready though. <laughs> and there honestly, and honestly, I, I just, I love our lower levels. I mean, I love it all. It, having a world team, I, I get excited thinking about it, but I love pouring down. It's just, it's just my thing. You know, yeah. it's my thing. It's my thing. Um, I think slowly but surely, like in the area that we're in, there isn't like, there isn't, well, besides, there isn't anything close by. You would have to really commute to find like a world team. Yeah. But um, there's, there isn't like a huge demand for a world team, but we're building it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, CJ, I got a game mm-hmm. for you to play. All right. I made this game up. So we're going to see how it goes. I have no idea how it's going to go, but we're going to play this game. So here's the okay. game. I'm going to name a program and you have to say, you know, either the first thing that comes to mind, or, you know, give me a, a, you know, either a one word or like, you know, the first thing that comes to mind after I say this program's name. Sound good? So we'll, okay. I got, I've, I've got all the, uh, actually I'm not even going to tell you who it is. But I'm gonna, I, got, I got a list of programs here that we're going to go through. Now, and I have to give a one word description. Okay. Uh, it could be one word. It could be one sentence. It could be a paragraph. It could be whatever you want. It, it's it's all you. Whatever you want to do, whatever okay. whatever comes to your heart. Now, don't get us canceled. Like this is gonna go out on the internet, so don't get us canceled. You know, so be you know be mindful. <laughs> Here we go. We'll start super easy. The first two will be easy. First two will be super okay. easy for you. Here we go. First one, South Bay Divas. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, South Bay Divas has my heart. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Um, I know you guys are friends, so you'll be nice. SCV. A powerhouse. Boom. Shout out to Danielle. Maybe one of these Danielle. days we'll get Danielle on the show. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Cheerful. Clean. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, okay, we're going so far. Uh, let's go fierce. Flashy. <laughs> I like Shelby. Hi, Shelby. Shout out to Shelby. Shout out to Tigerettes. Dude, they used to give us trouble back in the day. Right. <laughs> they used to give us some trouble. Um, let's go to that, that program in the big yellow bow. OC All-Stars. They're fun to watch. And have some of the nicest coaches and athletes. They actually do. Shout out to me. Yeah. Yeah. The whole crew, John. You you guys know. With the tip Tuesday, I'm I'm all for that tip Tuesday. Let's go. (laughs) You know (laughs) I did a tip Tuesday not too long ago when we were in Vegas for jams. And like the next weekend was NCA. Several people came up to me and were like, Hey, I just saw you on Tip Tuesday. I was like, Oh, I'm a little local celebrity. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Tip Tuesday. How about your boy? Okay, um, the new kids on the block, SC Cheer. SC Cheer. They are up and coming. They are killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look good. Shout out to Nikki and Jordan. 
um, the California All-Stars? The California All-Stars. They are, they're amazing. Their goals, they are, they're here to stay forever. (laughs) (laughs) They ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right, only a couple more teams. Here we go. Uh, we'll we'll swing it up north. NorCal Elite. Love that program. They are they're they're also really fun to watch with some of the nicest athletes, coaches, and I love their gym owner. There we go. You know what? I need to get them on too because I need to figure out why they the question I'm gonna ask when they come on, why they wear the red shoelace. Do you know the answer to that? Yes. Don't tell um, me. Don't tell me. You're gonna okay. ruin it. Okay. But you know, but, but you but yes, know the answer. I know. Yeah, I've never asked them. I always see it. I'm like, I should ask them. But now, now I think about them, ask them on the pod when they come on. Other, they're not really new, but they're new to D1 this year. Um, actually, you know, California Pride. California Pride, up and coming. Yeah, they, um, I think we all knew that they were going to go D1 eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited because we, there's nothing wrong with a little competition. True story. And speaking of a little competition, last but not least, American cheer. American cheer. You American nice. cheer. <laughs> of course I will. American cheer has one of my favorite styles in cheer. I could watch y'all all day. Your execution well, you. and the cleanliness is everything. Yes. Thanks. I yep. appreciate that. Yeah. I really appreciate that. All right. So... That was fun, right? That wasn't too much pressure, right? Yeah, yeah, we no, survived. not at all. <laughs> all right, here we go. So let's hop into, I want to get to know you as a person a little bit. So we're just going to talk random things. They're not really about cheer. Well, this first one's going to be about cheer, but everything else isn't really going to be about cheer. So here we go. Uh, give me some some teams or programs or uh, coaches that you look up to. Um, I look up to, I really look up to my friend, Danielle. At SCV, Danielle Wick. She's amazing. She, um, before the passing of her, her, her father, they were such a, you know, dynamic duo, like a lot of people in cheer now. She has really found her way on her own. And she has such an amazing uh, showing at Summit. And I really just look up to her and her strength. Yeah, I really do. Who else? Thinking thinking mm-hmm. um i don't know her very well but i have her on social media when i see her in person we give each other a hug we we talk a bit but i i really like who Tanala stands for she is such a powerhouse in our in our industry and she always yeah. keeps it so light and so positive i really like that I really like that. She's always like a great voice of reason. Like, you know, I could be reading something on my iPad, like wanting to have like a nervous breakdown. And then I go on her Facebook and I'm like, oh, she's so positive. She keeps it light. I'm like, I'm fine now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anyone else right now, but I I think those are two good choices. No, good. No. Yeah. Danielle. And, you know, I love Danielle too. I love Danielle. Love Tanaz. 
this episode isn't about me, so I'm not going to go on and on about how much I love those two, but I really do. Um, yeah. All right, so here we go. Non-tier question, but it might be a tier answer. What's something that you totally geek out about? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me think. Going on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> You're always on vacation. Every time exactly. I go your, your IG, I was like, this is on vacation again. <laughs> Listen, any chance that I get, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm on this cruise. I'm at the beach. Like, you're always gone. I, and I was trying to message you, you know, to set this interview up. And I'm like, hey, you know, let's set this up. You're like, well, I'm, I'm gone until Wednesday. And I'm like, Wednesday? Like, you got, I know you have tryouts coming up right now. You're like, yeah, I'm. I am out because I stayed a long, I stayed a long time after summit. Like I felt like I stayed a long time after summit. And then you were like, yeah, I'm going to be gone until next, next Wednesday. So, all right. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Every time I see you, you are out. Somewhere. I mean, I, I think that's a good answer. I don't know. I, ooh, I don't know. I would yeah. say that. I mean, there's other things, but I really like baseball. That's a good one. Yeah. No, you, I like, yeah. I like anything that'll take my mind off of work. Cause like, again, like I said, it's very consuming. So, so I like, I love baseball. I love going to baseball games. I actually um, have this like a uh, frame and my goal is to visit every MLB stadium oh, there we go. in the U.S. So I have, I'm like 11 down. I have like, I would say about almost 30 to go, maybe less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's been a hobby of mine. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going this year. Have you been to uh, Fenway Park, Boston? I have not been there. But That's when I cool. hit that way over there, I'm going to do a few, you know, and try yeah. to knock out a few. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool – that's a really cool stadium because I went there. I used to work with um, ECE, East Celebrity Elite, yeah. out in Boston. And so, yeah, I would go – so I was in Boston like eight summers in a row. And Fenway – so we'd always go downtown Boston. But, yeah, Fenway Park is awesome. Jack Murphy Stadium. I've only been to a few, but Jack Murphy Stadium or, you know, Qualcomm, I guess they call it now. Oh, I've never been to Petco, actually, now I think about it. But I remember when it used to be Jack Murphy. I used to go all the time when I was a kid. Oh, I love Petco. Uh, Let's see. Here we go. Great question for you. Would you rather have a shorter life but be rich or a longer life and somewhat poor? Mm. A shorter life and be rich because I would celebrate everything. <laughs> I would go all out every time. I'd make it worth my time. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's a good answer. I'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, nah, I need that money. I need them coins. <laughs> I was like, I got to be poor. I got to live longer for Joey. <laughs> Joey needs me. She needs her poor father probably weighing her down. All right, here we go. Yeah. The world is flooding and you must build a small ark and you can only save seven animals. What seven are you saving? Animals. What? Animals? Yeah, animals like Noah's Ark. What animal, Um, what, you know, what, what, what species are you going to save? You get seven of them. Seven. Well, this is a funny question because I don't really like animals. (laughs) All of humanity is depending on you. I would save cows, pigs. I get hungry. 
Just kidding. Got to. <laughs> Not for real, for real. Um, that's two. I would save all the turtles because I love turtles. There we go. That's a good all one. the turtles. My favorite. I would save whales. I love whales. I would save. I love birds. Kevin would laugh at that because Kevin hates birds. <laughs> Kevin is scared of birds, so I'm gonna save all the birds. I have two more. Is this a trick question? No, it's just you know, just we just want to know. Oh. Um, I like ducks. I would save all the ducks. Uh oh, that and... means someone's not making the cut. Ooh. There, there are two animals that one of them is not making the cut because you're at six right now. Oh my goodness, I don't know. Help me. Well, you left cats. Cats and dogs are still out there. Oh, I don't like either of those. But if I no, but I'll save dogs. Let's just go. I'll just save them because everybody likes dogs. Yeah, you know. I'm not. I don't personally like cats. Yeah, I don't personally like cats. Like, don't cat people don't come after me. I don't like cats, but. You know, I would have to save them just because so many people like cats. Like, all for the for the good of humanity, I gotta save cats and dogs. Even though I'm not really a dog person, I am a Lola person. I love my my dog, but um, but you know, just for everyone else's sake, they make so many people happy. Um, there you go. Yeah. So cats didn't make the list. Everyone, just yeah. know the next time you see charisma, if you're a cat person, she ain't feeling you. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, do you feel younger or older than you actually are? younger younger in in most cases yeah uh because sometimes i like to like hang with my young coaches and have some fun but in a lot of instances when it comes to like the business stuff i amaze myself with how far i had come what i'm capable of doing and where i'm going you know so um it's a mix of both there we go. No, I feel that. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Next question. What do you feel that people buy that is a total waste of money? Mm-hmm. What do I feel? Let's see. Thinking. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. You don't ever just look around like, why did they buy that? That's a total waste of money. I could tell you some things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, um, oh, that's a good one. I don't know. I have don't no idea. Tell, here we go. I'm going to tell you one. Everyone's going to come after me because we have our like listenership is like eight women, and all the women are going to be mad at me. Um, purses, guys. This is a very true story. Ashley always wanted me to buy her the big, like, Louis tote bag. Always wanted it. Wanted it, wanted it, wanted it. I'm like, nah, like, you want it? Just, just, you know, there's money in the bank, go buy it. And she's like, you know, she always wanted me to buy it. And so I was like, no, I mean, you can go buy it. You work too, right? You know? (laughs) And uh, we went through, we had Joey. Joey's going to be two here pretty soon. Anyway, we had, and that whole like labor delivery was such an emotional like time. I was like, man, I think I'm gonna get Ashley a push gift, which I did. I think push gifts are a waste of. Well, I thought push gifts were a waste of money as well. And I was like, 
I'm not getting Ashley anything till that whole thing happened. And I was like, man, that is a, that was emotional. That was, and you know, she had to go through all the physical pain. So that was physical, emo- like it was a whole just trip. So after I finally decided, I'm, I think I'm gonna get Ashley a push gift. So I, you know, I buy her this, this Louis bag that she's always wanted, right? Shell out however much, you know, those things are. And, you know, she's so excited for it. So happy, right? Oh, I got my bag. She's so happy. Anyway, I had to go look for something in the closet yesterday. And, you know, I saw in the closet, like in the back of the closet, like with dust collecting on it. Mm-hmm. That Louis bag. That Louis so bag. Wait, waste of money. We, we be spending money on things that we don't need anymore. So have I given you enough time to think about it? Yes. And my answer is going to be a little different because you are speaking to someone who has converted an entire room to a walk-in closet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why this question is a little tricky for me because <laughs> I just say you only live once by it. <laughs> I feel you, girl. She's like, nothing's a waste of money for me. Nope. Let's go to Target after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was going to ask you this. I did it. I was going to write it down and I decided not to, but I am going to bring it up right now. Uh, what's your favorite pair of shoes? What shoes are you rocking? Because you're always, I always feel like I got the strongest shoe game at competitions. And then you come up. It's always, like we compete against each other on the mat and then with the shoe game. I'm like, okay, Charisma, I see you with the fresh Nikes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really into Jordans right now. I feel like, you. I'm like Crocs by day, Jordans by night. You know, I'm not really like a heels girl, but yeah. I love Jordans. Jordans are my fave, but so are go. Crocs. And you know, people <laughs> don't like Crocs, but I love them. I've got them in every color. I've got them blinged out. I've got gibbets. I've got it all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got some Crocs. I had Crocs before they were popular, right? Before they had the resurgence. So I had Crocs like when they first come out or whatever. I'd wear them and everyone make fun of me. You got your Crocs, whatever, right? So I stopped, I stopped wearing them for a while. Anyway, yeah. obviously Crocs have had a resurgence and everyone loves it, or at least there's a segment of the population who like really love them, right? And so I started busting them out again. But now I have gibbets, like all the kids. So I, a girl exactly. on my teams gave me a whole bag of them. So anyway, all right. Dude, I cannot remember if you told me this personally or if you posted this on Facebook, but didn't you lose like a bunch of weight? Yeah. Tell me about that. So tell me about the the reason why the journey, like, you know, tell me, walk me through that whole thing. So when I uh, started the business, you know, working the, these are technically like odd hours to most. We're usually starting work when everybody's getting off. So um, throughout the first couple of years, I started to gain a ton of weight because I would get home at like 10 p.m., 11 p.m. and have dinner, you know, and it started to catch up with me. I tried everything um, until I decided to have like a bariatric surgery. So I had bariatric surgery, surgery almost six years ago, and it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. And, and I at one point weighed almost 230 pounds. I lost, you know, almost – almost a hundred pounds really now my weight fluctuates like up and down but I couldn't be happier it wasn't easy but I was happy that I did it because it was the best choice for me yeah yeah for sure crazy that is wow dude six years ago how's it going is it that's what they staple your stomach right 
Like they, or not your stomach, but your, oh, I guess it is your, like technically your stomach, like the pouch, whatever holds the food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they cut your stomach actually. Like there's different types. The one that I did is they pretty much cut my stomach um, into the size of a banana peel. Mm -hmm. So I can only eat as much food that can fit into a banana peel. I can eat a banana. Yeah. Well, I used to. I think it stretched a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Doc, I need you to tighten this thing back up. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Girl. Charisma, I love you. You're the best. (laughs) All right, here we go. So happy to be here. All right, so tell me something that you secretly love about yourself. secretly or or publicly (laughs) right she's like i got no secrets around here tell me something you publicly love about yourself whatever you know what i love about well there are plenty of things but i love that i'm such a natural leader Mm -hmm. i am really great about getting groups of people together making everybody feel super welcome making everybody feel great about themselves I am a, I'm a natural leader and I've been that way as long as I can remember. And I don't know, not only am I a natural leader, but people like to follow because they are just so uh, into whatever I'm saying or doing, yeah. you know? So I love that about myself because I like to use that gift to, to, you know, bring people together and, and run SBD. Yep. Um, there's so many ways and, in instances where that has been a good thing, you know, have, yeah. has, it's, it's been a positive. So yeah, I would say that. There we go. Good stuff, homie. All right, here mm-hmm. we go. Lastly, questions. We'll get you out of here. So what needs to start, stop, and change in the industry? What needs to stop is the inconsistency. It's, yeah. it's, it's draining it's draining us all, you know, um, inconsistency in the, in the scoring from the, you know, competition to competition. Um, what needs to start is better consistency. (laughs) (laughs) And what was the other one? Uh, change, start, stop, change. I mean, that's, that's pretty much my answer. Yeah. What needs to change is um, we need to figure out a way to keep this sport affordable for all. We need yeah. to change the constant, you know, inflation in this sport because it is getting out of hand. It is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. You know, I, we just released our handbook last night. And part of the reason why I always hold to it for as long as I can is because the pricing, you know, you're trying to make it work on it in every way and it's getting to you know it's getting to points where it's it's just hard it's so hard yeah. you know and i don't ever want you know any athlete you know future or present to not be able to do this because they can't afford mm-hmm. it yeah yeah for so, sure yeah it is so. it is it's crazy you know the summit you know the first year we took teams to summit and this is just summer here and i'm not trying to trash the summit but it, it's a good indication of like the industry of how like you said inflation but the first year of summit was like four hundred dollars like the package was like four hundred dollars 
And now right. the package is like $700, right? Or not the first year of Summit. The first year we took teams to the Summit at American. So who knows what it was. You know, that first year, you know, some of them might have been $200, right? But the first year we took teams to the Summit at American, the package was like, you know, mid 400 or something like that. And now it's up to, you know, 700 plus, which is just, and, you know, and it's not going down anytime soon. So yeah, it's just real crazy. It is. All right, here we go. Second to last question. Are there any rumors, narratives, or myths that you want to debunk right now? You <clears> want to, you know, clear the air of? That's a good one. I think that I do get a bad rep sometimes that I'm too tough, mm-hmm. but people have to remember that I am, again, like I said earlier, I'm a one-man show. I'm a young, I'm a young woman that has so many hats that she has to wear on a daily basis. And though I can even try to break it down to get people to understand, they'll never understand. It is hard to do what I do, how I do, you know, why I do. And and I will continue to stand by that. And, um, you know, I'm just thankful for all the people that I get to meet along the way that do get it, you know? So. There we go. That might be the best answer to that question I've ever had on this show. And honestly, <laughs> my, it was a real answer. Like, yo, this is something I need to debunk right now. That's yeah. good stuff. You've been a great guest. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> Last question. Where can our audience, where can our listeners find you and SBD online if we want to follow you? You can find uh, my two gym pages. The first one is for my twins location at the South Bay Divas on Facebook and Instagram, even Twitter and TikTok. Let's go. And second location, you can find us at SBD Upland, Facebook, Instagram. And you can follow me personally at Charisma D Jones, D as in Diva, um, <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. There we go. Charisma, you are welcome back anytime. I was, I was a little nervous about this, but I actually had a great time. Dude, so, we had a blast. This was a blast. Yeah. We didn't have you on yeah, again so for real, let, for real. This was a blast. Yeah, let me know when you want to have me back on and I could bring like a special guest. I could bring like one of my best friends, like Danielle Wick. I could bring some other owners with me. Let's do it. I could Dude, bring, we'll, we'll make it happen. Do we have a nice little round table? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Yeah. Ready. Let's go. Again, Charisma, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Best of luck to you and your entire program this season. Continue to slay. Everyone else, thanks for tuning in. And again, don't forget to subscribe because we have some awesome guests planned for this summer and I know that you guys are going to enjoy them. If you're enjoying the show, again, there's a few ways that you can support and show love for the show. You can leave a five-star rating. You can leave a positive review. You can fill out that survey. You can make the financial donation of 99 cents a month. Come on, I believe in you. But most importantly, you can keep listening. Until then, five, six, seven, eight, we're out. Gym owners, directors, coaches, can you relate to this? You say to yourself, this season is going to be different. We're going to get all of our teams on the same page. Or maybe you're saying, we're going to get all of our coaches on the same page. You look out as the teams are practicing or maybe as they are competing and you know you can do more. Let me help you. I work with several gyms, large and small, each season, whether it's the summer and we do a coaches clinic or a stunt camp, 
or it's during the season and we do an in-person routine cleaning. I even do routine video reviews if you're just looking for some thorough feedback of the routine. You send me your routine and I send you a video back of your routine with everything I would fix and how I would fix it. Teams I have worked with have gone on to be world champions, NCAA all-star champions, NCAA collegiate champions, summit champions, and D2 summit champions. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can reach me via email at jasonlarkins at me.com or you can DM me on Instagram at jasonlarkins. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.